Hey, this is Bruno. The podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Now, where's my pie? The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month, we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out Patreon.com slash Professional Casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome to episode 57 of A Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure was starting to get dark along the Reich. The reeds were filled with the sounds of loons and crickets as the sun held low in the sky of the empire. Mud and dirt covered a young man's face and a hound of trained savagery gnashed its teeth and less than subtle bloodlust had already taken the life of his mate, or at least the mate he was with for this season. He could never stay with the same girl for more than a few months it seemed, and now he might never get the opportunity to meet someone new. The scent of black powder and fear was thick in the air, as the smoke drifted heavensward, dimming what little light was left. Why was this man and his dog after him? What did he do to, to deserve such this fate? Was he being punished for leaving so many children behind in the past? Should he have raised the kids, instead of always looking for the next new thing, paddling the waters onward whatever or whomever could hold his interest this year? That was it. It must be. This was his comeuppance. He dove in the water. Maybe he could lose his pursuers in the river. He always was a good swimmer. The dog gnashing his jaws behind him would surely swim slower than he would, right? Another shot fired behind him. As the cold water covered his body, a scattering of shot and stone pelted the water above him. Faster! He needed to be faster! The dog was in the water now. He could hear the man shouting something he can't understand. The thick water of the Reich distorting the assailant's words into another language. There's only panic. His lungs slowly steaming, his lungs slowly streaming out of his nose, each tiny bubble a plea to another different god for help, for anything, to get out of the situation alive. Faster! He needed to go faster! He needed to go up for air, but the man will be ready for him. He'll be reloaded by now, he'll be waiting for the top of his scalp to breach the water, and as soon as it does, that deafening sound will flood his ears and his life will be over. Faster! Go faster! He sensed the dog closing in. He needed air. He needed something. Anything. He called to the darkest things in the universe one last time. Save me! I don't care who does it, just save me! There was light above the water. No, something else. It glowed dark. It drank in the light. It hummed and throbbed. He heard dark words. Prayers? He didn't understand. He swam up towards it. It's too late. Whatever it is already around him. Pulling him into it. Enveloping him as he did the light above the water. His head breached, he could feel the cold air on his scalp. The man fired another shot, the flash of the muzzle peppering the water again. The thing above the water drank in the light from the flash, and drank him in as he, as well. He was being pulled from here, pulled from this place. The dog was gone, the man was gone. There was only darkness, only terror, only despair. This is it. This is death. There's nothing else. No more lazy days along the river cuddling and necking along the bank with his next new fling. No afternoons under the trees, the leaves blotting out the hot summer sun. It's over now. The place he is now is dark, 
damp, moist. He senses the faint remains of old death, rotten parts, blood, fingers, teeth. There's a hand on his side, then another on his other flank. He's in its grasp and he's removed from this damp linen cave. There is light now, the taint of evil bargains dissipates as he's thrust into the light and hears those words, those shrill, sharp words. What has he done? He thinks as he hears the voice of the being he has made this dark pact with for the first time. I will try to cuddle this duck as I go to sleep. <laughs> that was really good. That was I had beautiful. <laughs> no idea where that was going. And uh, I'm glad it went where it did. Yeah. I think it's my favorite part of these vignettes so far is that only the person that wrote it and I have any idea of what's happening during them. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that was really He's good. A, Thank you, Tim. So yeah. That's how we got What a great duck backstory. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man, with all the swimming, I thought it was uh, going to be Carl's uh, little vignette. But no, no. That's how we got out of the hooks. Right. <laughs> My only issue with the vignette thing is that I can't see anybody's reaction as I'm reading it because I have to read it. Oh. <laughs> so Mine was half mass the entire time. I, I was just staring at JB the whole time, being like, <laughs> it's big, right? Yeah. <laughs> just waiting for his reaction. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you, Tim, for the, oh the story of Griggs. The duck. Now that he has a backstory, you can't kill him. I mean, that's not even close to true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only that was, yeah, right. if only that was true. If only that were true. Oh, my goodness. Trucker or Crusher had a backstory. Why did I say trucker? I don't know. Wow, this, a big truck? This, yeah. This peanut butter chocolate milk is getting me drunk. Jesus. <laughs> peanut butter chocolate wasted. Mm. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Stewart's. It's <laughs> really good though. Not a sponsor. Should be though. <laughs> Tim, send the email. All right. <laughs> I'll probably send up some gift cards or something, honestly. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Right. I'd take that and get I'd some more of this stuff. Use them within the day. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, JB, your entire <laughs> life should be sponsored by Stuart. <laughs> you had to stop there on the way here today, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> I didn't have to, <laughs> but I did. But like, where else is he going to stop on his way to get his energy drinks? Like, right. might as well be Stuart's. Yeah. I mean, that's entirely fair. There's what, like four on the way yes. <laughs> from your place. <laughs> oh, he's doing the math. Yeah. yeah four. <laughs> Probably if you go just a little bit out of the way, you can get that fourth one in. Yes. If I <laughs> if I go the opposite direction, yes, I could head the opposite direction. And there's For one here in town. One. Yeah, so I was thinking of that one as out of the way. Nice. But so, yeah, so we're on the river. We got some things to talk about first, though, real quick. I always I <laughs> got too excited. I was about to jump right in. Sorry, Cotton. But um, we got leaving reviews. If you haven't yet, please leave a five star review on iTunes. Uh, that'll you know help others find the show, move us up those weird algorithms, whatever it is that iTunes does. That's so important, but a huge pain. Or on um, Audible. Oh, yeah, we can leave reviews on Audible. We found out. Um, so if you've got Audible or an Amazon account, just do that. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everybody has an Amazon account, right? So do that. Leave a review for us. Um, not only does it help us reach more people, but you can also help Get more content. Once we get to 55 star reviews, we'll be doing some bonus stuff. Probably some one shots, maybe rough days, hard nights. No, 
rough nights, hard days. I mm-hmm. think that's it. I always I get it wrong. Where you are? Every time I get Put that the name wrong. Chocolate milk down. <laughs> you can't make me. Oh my God. I love this. And of course, patreon.com slash professional casual to support the show that way, get access to all kinds of extra stuff. Um, even the $1 tier gets you access to our awesome discord. We are talking about, we are recommending uh, different comic runs to, um, uh, was it Mohaniker? Yeah. However you say his name <laughs> will be, I think it's Moniker. <laughs> I want to say it's Moniker. I mean, maybe I've said his name different ways and he's never corrected me. So, um, but uh, we, were, we were talking about comics, video games, video game. Oh, you guys were having a long conversation about was it Darkest Dungeon? Yes. Oh, I don't so know anything good. about that game, good. but I mean, get ready to die a whole lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a Dark Souls like it is? No, it's like a turn based RPG where um, sold. Not only do you get killed, but you also get psychological horrors inflicted upon you. Ooh. So kind of like your game. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great yeah. way to put but a, it. I like a side it. scroller. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Okay, uh, I'm sure there'll be tons of talk about Loki. Oh yeah, ha- I'm sure there was because by the time this episode's out, Loki will be in full swing. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how long that series is yet at time of recording. Same. I don't think anyone. But does. probably eight episodes, just like the other two. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier is only six. Yeah, and Wandavision was nine. So right, swing right. and a miss, JB. Uh, they were they probably ran pretty similar runtimes though because yeah, yeah I would imagine had significantly shorter episodes but had more of them. Very Falcon true. and Winter Soldier were very nicely lengthened. Yes, episodes. I like those. It was really good. Uh, but yeah, what do you got? Something ready there for us, Danny? I've got a review to read to you. I half expect you to say Big Chuck and Summer. Big Chuck and Summer. <laughs> Now, this review was left by It Cute via Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's a good one. The um, like title says, absolutely gobsmacked. This isn't famous yet. A Grim Podcast Surprise Adventure. I love that title. They wrote, my boyfriend's been a big Warhammer fan for a long time. And when we found this podcast, we gave it a shot since I'm also a TTRPGer. Immediately binged the entire series thus far. And I'm now chomping at the bit to run WFRP myself. Absolutely hilarious. Great introduction to WFRP. Cannot wait to hear more from these incredibly talented folks. So thank you, It Cute. Yeah, thanks. You're cute. I'll say it. <laughs> I, I want to. Uh, all of our listeners are cute. You're all very good looking people and you true. should feel good about yourselves while you're listening and when you're not listening. Yeah. And they have great taste, too. On top of yeah, it. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you're here. So. So thank you. Uh, one last thing before we jump back into Kemper Bad, we do have a listener question. Okay. A little bit of a follow-up. So this is from Cotton from, on the Discord. It says, when the characters lie awake in the middle of the night, what are their deepest, darkest fears? Besides me. I added that part. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I feel like for Carl, his his genuine fear, at least lately, has been any kind of spooky ghost or undead thing that is moving that shouldn't be moving or is moving in a very unnatural way. He's not a fan (laughs) uh, and he's hoping that for the rest of our adventures, we just find regular mean people. That's a great enemy for Carl. Just regular mean people. The supernatural, no thank you. I just realized that I'm pretty sure the, those undead 
the ghoul and the zombies were the first, not just people that you fought. No, but like demons. The demon. Oh, the demon. Mm-hmm. How'd I forget the demon? Yeah. Bunch, never mind. I forget. Bunch of sewer gas. You didn't fight that. You just blew it up there in your face. There was an amoeba. Yeah, but you ran away from that. We were victimized by it. So <laughs> that was that was really fun for me. The whole amoeba thing, and you guys were terrified. Yeah. Yeah, you're so. As you fun. should have been. It would have wrecked. You guys would have been in trouble. So fun. <laughs> we have very different definitions of the word fun, I guess. I would say for Bruno, it's uh, missing a meal, right? Oh, He's God. lazy awake, like, oh, got to get that next meal in. What am I going to have for lunch and dinner? Um, let's see. Or waking up back in his bed back in Altdorf. Like, mm. you know, there's definitely some times where he wakes up and has to look around and he's like, oh, thank goodness I'm not home. I can't wait to find out why with like Trudy, who clearly loves Bruno and like two cherubic children, as you put them. Why is he terrified of that? Why is he on the run from family life? I'm excited to find out someday. I'm excited to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For Mina, she is terrified of someone. Can I can I make a guess real quick? Okay. Is it fish? No, she just doesn't like fish. She's not afraid of fish. That's stupid. (laughs) Um, No, she is afraid of someone else paving her path for her. Like she does not. She wanted to leave C-Stop because she did not want to follow in like her sister's footsteps and like get married, pop out babies like that whole thing. Like she does not want that. She's not totally sure what she wants now, but she wants to make that choice and having someone else do that is a horrifying thought for her because what if they're wrong? What if they don't have her best interests in mind? What if they try to feed her fish? <laughs> it's not okay. I like that's a great answer. That is a good answer. Yeah. Tim, can I make a guess for Lucky? Yes. Is it fish it with is- legs? Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's um, two things. Uh, mob rule. Uh, being in a situation, just the 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 whole experience of being a mutant and found out in public, and the mob coming and and mm. stringing you up and torches and pitchforks and whatnot. Yeah, that. Um, or you know, just generally the police in general now. Fair. Used to actually super respect law and order. Now terrified of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I love it. So you fear like. Chaos, but also order. <laughs> Lucky, Lucky's got like a short list of friends left, it feels like. <laughs> They're all on this boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Brendan from Lost Omens podcast. Just scared of everything. Right. But yeah. That's because he's a tiny mouse person. I, I'm scared of justice in the way that I'm so scared. I'm scared of society's justice. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cotton also had a follow up for this. Uh, also, what color curtains would you put in your dream house? The characters. Oh, the characters. I'm assuming. Red. That's what he meant. Mina has red. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, probably the, is it the purple curtains that I would steal off any coach that I'm currently in? <laughs> I dig it. All right. Uh, Carl would have uh, shower curtains that have kind of like the water waves. So it looks like when you're seeing him from the outside that he's <laughs> neck deep in water. <laughs> That's very similar to our shower curtain. That is Hokusai's Great Wave. Yeah. It's my favorite painting. I think like a periwinkle blue. Nice. All right. Easy peasy. Thank you, Cotton. Yeah, thanks for the questions, man. 
So we find ourselves outside of Kemperbad. We had that cool description at the end of last episode where it is a city that sits on 500 foot tall cliffs. And there's docks down below and there's a big old system of pulleys and tack block and tackle above with platforms that move people up and down. But you this is the next big city on the Reich and forgot to listen for what time of day it was. I'm pretty sure it's the evening. Sure, let's go with that. Let's go with late afternoon. I believe you. <laughs> I'm just bringing up the picture that you sent us. So freaking oh, yeah. cool looking. It is very cool looking. The, the city goes right to the edge of this cliff. And you can see there's a bunch of different size boats at these docks. Um, this place is much bigger than anything you've seen so far on the Reich in terms of scale of, of a settlement. Um, you pretty, pretty well easily call this a city instead of a village or town. Cool. Fantastic. I can finally get some good food. Yeah. Mm. All right. So let's really dock the boat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to cost three shillings to dock here a little bit more than usual three shillings isn't that less or well, haven't we been like, paying like 10 gold or something like two gold no no it's yeah, usually two shillings gold. i think i think you're uh, yeah we've got like 37 and a half gold in the boat fund so yeah no yeah. we're good we're good I yeah who's paying yeah. who's keeping track of the boat fund was that danny or or alex i forget somebody was okay. I've got 37 and a half gold on the sheet. So that's what, 37 and six shilling? No. no. 10 shilling. No, three, 10. 10 shilling. So I guess yeah, Alex so, is keeping track. Yeah. So it'll cost three shilling to tie up here. Cool. Yeah. Right. And they let you know you can. There are a couple options to get up to the city proper. You can take one of the platforms, can fit up to four people and, and gear comfortably. And it costs two penny a person. Or... If you're stingy or, you know, in for a bit of a challenge, you can take 1111 stairs Ooh. for free. No, ah. <laughs> I would honestly think that Mina would be all over that. You're like, I'm going to conquer these stairs and spit in the face of whoever put them here. I think you're right. I think player Danny is like <laughs> still so tired from dancing my face off at that wedding on Friday that yeah. I just can't the idea of doing like 10 stairs is gross <laughs> yeah Mina would probably do the stairs you're right it's a lot of stairs thinking about like going up two flights of stairs for Lily's ballet stuff is at the top I'm always winded no matter what and because it's just, it's a lot and they're always steep but a typical set of stairs is like 18 19 steps so this is eleven hundred and eleven. So like that's a lot yeah. of stories. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is remember five hundred feet up. Yes, it's a lot of feet. That's up. a that's that's gonna be nighttime if we climb these stairs. Yeah, you're right. I think normally Mina would love the challenge, but be like, let's do economy of time here. Let's ride up. It's only two penny a person as well. No, to ride the lifts. Are, maybe on the way back down, I could uh, help you down the stairs. You could go down very quickly. And then you'll roll for how many teeth <laughs> fall out. Oh, that would that would make me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, are these people knowledgeable about uh, whom we could speak to about getting more cargo to take with us? Why don't you make a gossip check? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd probably be here in. We gotta like roll some dice. Dock area before we go up, right? Roll some dice. 
Gossip's good. Big oh, Dyson sun. Summer. Nice. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Fellowship <laughs> is just a nightmare. <gasps> I got it with two success levels. All right. Oh, hello. Where can we find things to sell? Let's see. It is. To buy, to sell again. Um, this is, there's, you know, this is a, because they're at the intersection of the stir and the right here, oh, Kemper Bed's oh. in a really good spot um, to for trading all the time people take things to altdoor people take things south from here um so with that i'll say you you know obviously talking to people uh they want to know where you're going we'll be going south to Nome. no we're not I, not yeah not quite to Nome. yeah we yeah. we should, probably shouldn't go south right we're probably headed east towards that big uh, scary eye thing yeah but we can't take cargo to the scary eye thing Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense, I guess. Eventually we'll go south. Yeah. So we just need cargo that's non-perishable. Correct. Should we yeah. even bother? Dan's just going to burn down our boat. <laughs> Should we even bother investing the money? Oh, maybe we can pick up like a big shipment of asbestos. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So to give you yep. some options here, looking at the Death on the Right Companion, there's a whole chapter about buying you know, trade on the river. Oh, good. So some different types of cargo you could potentially pick up. Um, there's things like grain, mm. which obviously is perishable. Yeah. Uh, armaments, uh, luxuries, metal, timber, wine and brandy, wool, or subsist subsistence. Can we be arms dealers? Wine and brandy all day. Come on. <laughs> I have Let's a bunch of figures. Fingers. It's kind of I, a start. I, yeah. I, I feel like maybe moving lumber would be pretty like who's going to steal a giant log from us. But if we've got like arms. Mm, that is true. People, people might take that from us. Bruno, keep an eye on him. That He has a good head on his shoulders. That's a great idea. Also, he has great arms on his torso. That's true. <laughs> and I do not um, love. Yeah, I definitely can carry lumber. Booze. Because again, someone could steal. And yeah, I don't think that tap. we could have anything that anyone specifically would want would want to consume. Yeah. Oh, but those are the easiest things to get rid of. I, I agree. Right. Uh, I think wood's a great idea, though. Can't eat wood. Right. I did have a player back in the day, a second edition, who was an ogre. Hmm. A friend Nate, and there was a time where he didn't have access to food. So he made a willpower test and he failed it. So I made him just eat a log that <laughs> he found in the woods. A lot of Too fiber. bad we didn't have video for that podcast. <laughs> if people couldn't make it, they were just in the ogre's pockets. Yep. <laughs> that was a bad choice, letting an ogre in that game. He totally broke everything. Yep. Whew, he was sure. way too strong. Uh, do you? So you're interested in possibly buying some timber? Timber. From Pitbull. It's going down. So who's going to be involved in this talk of of buying and selling? I think uh, Carl should do it. I would say like what's uh, here in town that is cheap and what could we get a good price on? Because timber might not be the, you know. Cheapest. Oh, yeah. Might be rocks or something. Right. Uh, timber is kind of what's available right now. Actually, I just rolled on a table and I got timber. Oh, so right. oh. being the time of year, the, this is kind of like the last few loads of this stuff before mm -hmm. winter sets in. Right. And there's not a lot of new construction going on during the winter in the Empire. People don't want to be building buildings in the snow. Not usually a great oh, right. move. Yeah, fair. So right. this will be this is one of the last loads of timber they expect to come from this area from Kemperbad. So I said, you know. 
You can buy it or, or leave, or someone else will grab it. I'm sure. How much is it? Oh yeah, how does this work? Do we like right. buy it or do we do we purchase? Gotta like go to a broker or, like, or something. So with the, with cargo, we have encumbrance points that it's worth. At this point, the you have to buy it. It'll be one and a half gold per ten encumbrance points. So you can decide how much of that you want to put to how much of that you want to buy and put on your ship. What's like? Uh, What's our boats? How right. much junk can fit on our trunk? Should That's we? Good question. I'm trying to find that real quick. You have a typical barge, so its encumbrance is up to 100. I don't know if it's typical. It's got a pros. Right. List. I was like, uh, a beautiful boat. How dare you? Um, <laughs> which I don't think you got. Well, maybe with, if you pool all your money, you could afford that much timber, but I don't know if you want to spend 150 what? gold no. on timber. Nope. So you, you can said take, it was uh, 10 encumbrance per one and a half gold. I, thought. I did say that. You're right. Was that it? is so correct. We could easily, <laughs> we could easily fill up for fifteen. Yeah, you know, I I initially thought the amount that we had in the bow fund was way too high, but now now it seems like everything's kind of making sense. Yeah, whoever was in charge of that. Good job, yeah. Seven. So uh, from this merchant, uh, Carl's going to say, "Yeah, we're definitely happy to move this late season lumber, but." Finding another, finding a buyer might be a little challenging. I think we can maybe knock a little bit off this price and uh, make a haggle check. Make a haggle check. Yes. All right. I'm going to do this opposed. I'm going to assign myself a relatively good haggle for this like doc. What's the word? Dockers. Doc warden type Doctor. thing. Doctor. Stain guard. What do you, what did you, how'd you do there, Carl? Uh, I had zero success levels, but a success. All right. I did not have any success levels. So he's going to knock the price down to, um, we'll say, 1.2 gold. Yeah, that's three gold. Hell yeah. Good discount. Yeah, man. Way to go. Fantastic. Wow. And we've got a deal. So you'll buy a whole 100 encumbrance worth of timber? Yeah. All right. So if it was 1.2... And then, so you're going to buy 10, 10 loads, basically. Each each 1.2 gold is 10 encumbrance, so you get 10 of them. So it's 10 All right. Gold. I'm, yeah, we've got 100 wood, as far as my notes are concerned. <laughs> 100 wood. You need to find somebody that has sheep or brick. Uh, we have to go back to Bogenhofen to get those sheep. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. I'm not paying taxes on those sheep. Damn it. So, Alex, Carl, you'll be in charge of keeping track of the 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 cart, the goods and money spent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it only makes sense for the person who's in charge of the boat. Oh. Literally, it's in his name. So that's a good point. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So I wrote down 100 lumber. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Good job. You, right. you can write it down, too. That's fine. <laughs> you're just not in charge. You can write it down. You're not right. in charge, though. OK. Uh, he said there is a bit of a surcharge uh, unless you want to load it yourself. Uh, but to help, Ooh, pay that's, you, to help, yeah, that's a lot of wood to load. Pay for the uh, the stevedores, you know, pay their wages and whatnot. It's going to cost you an additional um, gold. All right, I think that's worth it. Yeah, I rolled a d four. Right, yeah. Right. yeah, Carl's gonna he's gonna throw in a tip. He knows how Ooh. important it is to be a stevedore mm. and Ooh. what hard work that is. So, Heck yeah, I'm gonna tr- gonna do one gold and seven shilling. 
Nice. Okay. He says, thank you kindly. So unfortunately, it's it's a bit late to be loading up now, but they can do it first thing in the morning. Just make sure they know not to open the crow's nest. Mm. They're not going to go inside the boat at all. They'll just be all in this wood. Um, Do you think it's cool to bring Griggs with me? Yeah. All right. No one knows that it's a hateful duck except you and Carl. No, it's just yeah okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the other two to you know behave i've left some bird seed for them just kind of take it easy don't try to go anywhere there's gonna be some guys loading wood outside just kind of ignore them do your thing make sure all the windows are closed (laughs) it's a long conversation with the birds mina what's the name of the boat that we're telling them to uh load the wood on Oh, this boat today is called. <laughs> I got to look something up because somebody asked you a question you weren't prepared for. I want to know what that's like. <laughs> I'm glad I already had the, the death on the right companion open so I could look at trading rules and how much things cost. I was like, oh, I wasn't ready. I should have been ready for this question. I didn't know if you would want to like keep that in or like do that off mic. So well, this either one, one is called uh, the tickle whip. Oh, the tickle whip. Um, that's good. That's a good that one. From? That's so good. Oh, that was a JB idea. A JBism. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just to load all that lumber onto the tickle whip, we're going to uh, bring it down, down the Reich. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you're going, well, you, no, you said eventually Reich. you would. Up yes, up the Reich. You're right. Up the Reich to Null. Very yep. good. Wonderful. They'll be here shortly after sunrise to, to load up the. Yeah, uh, tickle a whip. Good, good place to get a get a fine meal. Oh, there's tons of places up the cliff. What's well, a good one? Is there a place that has uh, has like a super hearty broth and is uh, duck friendly? Duck friendly, like a duck. Yeah, like a duck. Friendly. I don't think anyone's gonna care if you got a duck as long as you hold on to it. Well, obviously. Yeah, it, it's a service duck. Yeah, let me get it a little vest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we should probably find a duck vest store while we're here. Mm. A top hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like a, a monocle. Mm-hmm. A little chain for its little duck pocket watch. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have a chain wallet. Could, <laughs> <laughs> could I roll some knowledge local to see what I know um, about Kemperbad that is from the core book? You can make a Laura Reichland check, sure. The stuff about Kemper bed in the core book? Yeah, buddy. God damn it. I didn't know that. And uh-huh. I rolled poorly. <laughs> the duck's wallet is full of duck bucks. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't let it it's go. It's actually overflowing with bills. Oh. Uh, that's so that's good. Uh, so he tells you at a place called, just simply called the Trident. Ooh, the Trident. Because okay. oh. there's kind of, it's almost like three branches here because it's intersection of the, the stir coming into the Reich. Uh, he recommends that as a kind of an upscale-ish type place in town, right near the cliff. Easy to find. Big sign out front. It's a trident. They didn't put the word on it because I know most people can't read anyway. Which is trident hanging from a post. Hmm. But while you're at it, just want to let you know. We've done well at inns and, and uh, establishments that uh, are named after pole arms mm. previously. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I would... I'm sure you guys river travelers you've heard you've heard about the new the new edict from the emperor we have not it's been a couple of weeks 
Yes, we have. Is, is, this, is this the one about the there are no more mutants? Right, exactly. Um, which, which is great news. It's mutants were a real problem before. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I think we still have mutants. Just the fact that they're not like illegal or whatever. People seem pretty upset about it here. So I would just kind of try not to bring it up, especially being, you know, passers by kind of thing. Uh, but it's just, so it seems, it seems odd and out of place and, and against tradition. So, and you know, Sigmar. So are we supposed to not like mutants or like mutants or ignore that, mutants? I just wouldn't bring it up. Just ignore, just ignore the whole thing. Yeah. Wonderful. And well, you what know. do you suppose is the um, motivation behind the emperor making this decree? I, I mean, I don't know. Just to me, the only thing that really makes any sense is that maybe somebody close to him, like his heir, has become one of the altered there. Ah. I don't know if I'd go that far, sir, but uh, you know, Sigmar Perservant. Why would he change this all of a sudden? Yes. Everybody I, knows mutants are a blight. I wanna say that if anyone was going to say that there were no more mutants, that it would really maxim off the possibility of there being any more mutants in the empire. God damn it. That was a stretch. That was yeah, it's rough. You tried really <laughs> hard with that one. I did. You, a, you can really you can like edit in a couple more seconds of dead silence there. <laughs> I can. Just really not no, edit some crickets. Yeah. <laughs> really not seeing your vision with that one. <laughs> I was so much better than mine was. <laughs> uh, we well, I mean, you know, Bruno's got a quicksilver wit, so. Oh yeah, Wolverine <laughs> and a Magneto personality. Goodness! Oh wow, we're gonna ride those uh, pulleys up on. to the top before, so we can keep going. Before we leave the dock, did we get the shipping myth, Mephisto? God. <laughs> They'll give it to you in the morning with the lumber. Yeah, gotcha. Questing on. Questing on. <laughs> Want to head up two penny a piece? Yes. Or is Mina yeah. going to meet them up there in three hours? No. Mm-hmm. Bitch ain't got time for that. Sorry. <laughs> Two penny? Two penny ahead. Mm. That's my last two pennies. Oh, I only had two pennies. So that's perfect. I before have you have to start breaking gold. Well, yeah. well before break. I don't break a shilling. Yeah. Don't. Well, yeah. The travesty of making change. Oh, <laughs> what a pain. Mm-hmm. It kind of really is. Rich people problems. <laughs> uh, so as you guys are heading up the pulley system, it's pretty slow going. They try to not rock it at all. Of course, try to keep it as safe as possible. Um, as you're going up, uh, you can see looking above, you can see there's just like a winch system being turned by a dwarf. And there's people going up kind of next to you. There's there's tons of these along the side of the cliff. Oh. A few going up, a few going down. Uh, you hear somebody mention that they've heard that only one person has. There's only been one fatality due to these pulleys in the last 50 years. Oh, wow. And because and it was because of a bet with some nobles on who could get down the quickest. And uh, the winner uh. was not well enough to collect their prize. 
Hmm. I bet they were betting whether they could brandy bounce off the docks once they hit the bottom. Freaking nobles <laughs> constantly just causing a ruckus in mm-hmm. town. Right, they got nothing else to do. They're the real scourge on the empire. Right. Not the mutants. I can't wait for the, the day that the emperor says there's no more nobles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm not a part of this. Right. Again, I'm I'm the closest thing to a noble you guys get. Oh my god. God. Yeah, that's sad. That I mean, so true. Nobles are kind of like a lot of the people who pay us, so that is true. They're not all bad. We need nobles. We need someone to lead us. Like uh, this group needs someone to lead them. Like me. That's fair. <laughs> so while you guys are traveling up here relatively slow, everybody make an easy gossip check. It's kind of overhear conversations. Maybe start up a little conversations with other people going up and down. It's not a very quick ride. That's, I figure it's probably going to take 10 minutes at least to, to move up here. Is it just a pass fail or? Why? Did you get oh, a bunch of successes? Yeah. yeah. I, um, not that we can crit here, but I crit with seven to seven success levels. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Carl rolled, I rolled an 84 for Carl, which means he probably learned all about like how tall these cliffs are, like really tall. <laughs> 86 for Mina, so she's in on the same conversation. Is this still not a, even with easy? Yeah, I've got oh, wait, three easy, easy plus 40. I've got three. Myself. Yeah, I still, I'm mean, only by one. My guess is 31. Okay. But Bruno and Lucky passed. Mm-hmm. Ooh, does. Right. Wait, over Uh-oh. six is like an exemplary success or something like that. Yes. Right? I'm, so I'll just tell you. So this Kemper bed has its own news. Pretty much every city as you guys travel through has a little news and rumors section different things you can pick up. I gave you one at the docks. So I want to see how many of these rumors and things do you you hear or talk about with somebody. Does my negative 10 fellowship for itching, scratching, and sneezing affect people that are um, a what? A pulley system. Yes. Yes. I mean, guys, it's a fellowship-based text. So, yeah. I mean, you can still hear. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not like itching and scratching and sneezing on them. True. Well, maybe you had to scratch your ear at that time and it made it not as easy. Oh, it's just here. not my ear. It's everywhere. It is. Bruno's got his arm shoved like down his pants. Yes. Scratching. Yeah. People are like, oh, God, no. The like there's ticks pods. down there or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you you passed. I thought you I did. did. Anyway. Yeah. So instead of three degrees, it's two degrees. Oh, okay. So you guys get two different rumors here for having two passes. So Bruno. I didn't pass. I exemplarily cons- succeeded. <laughs> so Bruno, you overhear people talking about the Grand Prince of Ostland. Ooh. Is hiring mercenaries and levying troops for an attack on Talibic land. And war could break out at any time. Hmm. You would know Ostland is the northernmost province on the other side of the Middle Mountains. And Talibic. Talib- Talibic land. Wow. Why can't I talk tonight? Um, Talibic land is the province to the east of Reichland and is the is very large, takes up pretty much all of the middle of the empire. So they would have to like cross the whole Reichland to get to each other. Okay? Well, not right. No, Reichland would is more to the west of them. But Oslo would have to pass like over the middle mountains or around through Midland or Nordland or something like that. Who wants to walk that far? Yeah. But that's Either that's why. what you hear. Ooh, if they do attack, then they'll need some coaches to take them there. Oh, yeah. Well, I think most armies take coaches and probably timber, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, Lucky, this is so appropriate that I rolled this one for you. You hear that mutant corpses are regularly found drifting down the Reich just south of Kemperbad. Well, 
You hear somebody say, only the other week we pulled out one out of the river with bright green fur and four eyes on stalks. And from being near here, you know that there's a particular place that's not too far south from Kemperbad on the Reich. That's very accurate. That Um, might be the town that you're from. Allegedly, yes. But it's flowing towards there, right? Not from there. Hmm? You said it's flowing fra- to the Searching south? Searching down the Reich from... Well, because the, the Reich from flows the north. Oh. So. Eh. I don't, okay. <laughs> it's like messing with eh. my mind to think that this river flows south to north. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I don't understand why I always think the rivers go north to south. I mean, in our part of the world, they typically do. So oh, it is kind of counterintuitive. Right. That's weird. I wonder which direction their toilets flush in. If they had toilets. It flushes up to down instead of in a spiral. It's super weird. (laughs) Just sloshes. (laughs) Yes, after about 10 minutes of riding and and hearing hearing people chat and talking with them a little bit, you get to the top and kind of as expected, the, the edge of the cliff, there's a bit of a wall around it to keep people from just like drunkenly falling over the side. That's you thoughtful. see dwarves work in these winches and whatnot, and they say they're closing up soon. They don't usually do them at night if they can help it, just because, again, they don't want people falling off. They've only had that one fatality in 50 years, and that wasn't even really their fault. But you're welcome to Kemperbad. Great. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your stay. Uh, point us to the trident, please. Oh, very good. And he gives you directions like head down this little thoroughfare to get to a T and then head to the right and you'll see it pretty quick. They did say that the, the trident was kind of like somewhat upper scale, right? Is that really the place that we should be? Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> Don't forget who you're asking right now. I mean, yeah, the captain. Yeah, I, you know, like... <laughs> Business has been good. All right, fair. Uh, Lucky, Uh, I know you're the ship's doctor. My skin is on fire. Is there some sort of like ointment or a a poultice that you could like um, smooth out on my back just so that, you know, all these um, marks like don't hurt just like a, a rat's been on me night and day? Yeah, actually, yeah, there's there's a ton. I don't have any on me, but now that we're here, we could probably pick some up. Oh, thank goodness, because I've been just trying to um, drown it in alcohol and it, that it's not working. I oh, mean, are you pouring the alcohol on it or just drowning no, yourself in it? OK, <laughs> I want to I want to get it from the inside. So I've been drinking the alcohol to purify myself. I, I'm pretty certain that that's how it works. So we should probably find something stronger because that's that's mm. probably how I would do it. OK. So you're saying that I'm as good as a doctor as you. you. You've all heard that, right? Yeah. Okay. I might have to pick me up one of those letters of recommendation. What? <laughs> Do I have one of those? I, I thought you did. To say that you're a doctor. Right. What um, name would you have on yours? Oh. Not Jerry Crumpet. No, you could That's be a Jerry silly Crumpet. Name. Lucky is it's, also Jerry Crumpet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it, it's supposed to uh, motivate you. Mm. Make sure to get to the next level. Mm. Every level gets uh, less, um, uh, you know, Jerry Crumpety. Mm. 
Uh, what name would I have on mine? Uh, let's see. Uh, Lothar. Uh, not a bad name. Uh, name of an uncle. Mm. Right. Uh, let's see. I'm actually going through like the mental Rolodex of like my family members. <laughs> <laughs> Lothar. That's kind of an awesome name. Yeah. Yeah. Lothar. Then everybody else was named Bruno. So it's just. <laughs> I mean, if it's a good name, you just do it twice. You'd be Lothar, Lothar. <laughs> yeah. Could he, or he yeah. two, two first names and be Lothar, Bruno, Deked. Oh, yeah. Hyphenated. So no one knows what to put on any paperwork ever. And they can call you LB. <laughs> hey, LB. Sounds great, actually. Yeah. LB. LB. Cool. All right. So you guys head into the, the Trident? Get some dinner and such? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless we can... Get some of that salt oh, yeah. first. Is, is there like a pharmacy or anything open? Things are starting to close up, but it's not, but they're not like closed. night yet. No. Right. You could find something, sure. Okay, cool. Find an apothecary. An yeah. Probably not an alchemist. An apothecary, for sure. They're the same thing. <laughs> not in this game. I think Where? close enough. A that's druggist. The book I want. That's, right, the that's book. what they used to be called. Astrologer, apothecary, alchemist. I'm like 99% certain those are all one and the same. Yes. Jeez. They definitely have an overlapping section on a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Let's look at herbs and drafts. What are you looking for here? Like a digestive, but like for your skin and not your stomach. Like a, like a sal. Madcap mushrooms? Sounds good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give no, totally kidding. I mean, there might be some herbs, like some, like a compound garlic butter or something we can put on them. Oh, hell Ooh. yeah. Hmm? I don't know about that. That might be off by like just me licking my own arm. Lick your wounds, right? Right. So I think that's. You could right. get some earth root. Earth root? That is known for treating buboes, okay. which is similar to what uh, Bruno was suffering from with his pox. Mm. Okay. How much is that? Earth root is five gold. What? What? <laughs> For a Dave's dose. What? <laughs> that's why I made that face when I first looked at it. Like, oh, that's expensive. <laughs> Could you have like a generic? <laughs> Honest, uh, what if this is like one of those uh, medical problems we can also solve with weird root? I, uh, yeah. So that's that's about where I'm at. If we just get him so tripping on balls, like he won't realize he's itchy. <laughs> why don't we just yeah. buy him gloves? And give him some weird root. That way he can't scratch as much. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is a good solution. And some mittens that are tied together so we can't lose them. <laughs> and Carl has picked up this disease as well. I can't recall how many days I have that on. That's bad note keeping for me. I think you had three days before it was going to affect you. I've Only got five days left before it starts to affect me. I was the, yeah, I think we were all in a row, right? I think it was Carl, me, then Mina. That sounds right. I think you all failed by now. Yeah, we have all failed by now. <laughs> You're welcome. I was the holdout. And then, that sounds so depressing. We've all failed by now. <laughs> we're all going to die anyway. All right. Check in again for in the Death on the Right Companion. They have a whole chapter about herbs and their uses. Oh, fun. So I can find something real quick. All right, so you find an apothecary shop without too much trouble. Oh, great. And I assume you ask about ways to treat this. This affliction. itching pox. 
Uh, so luckily they do have things for a pox. Oh, fantastic. They have a few left because it's a spring herb, but they have some dried samples left. Not too much of speckled rustwort. Speckled rustwort. And this is something you can consume raw to help with this affliction, or you can come back tomorrow and they'll have it um, mixed up into a draft you can drink, depending on. I said to you, so you, she can tell. We'll say it's a uh, an older woman apothecary. She can tell you have pox on your face. Uh, recommends that as it in draft form, it will reduce the duration of pox by D10 days. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yes, please. So I, is there a price difference between the draft and the, the dry version? Uh, no, it's just you got to wait till tomorrow to get the, the draft version. It'll take me a bit to mix it up. Tonight. I'll, I'll buy out their stock. Yeah, <laughs> I would say let's do that for sure. Uh, she has, I'll buy out their stock. <laughs> she knows that what you have is pretty contagious. Oh, good. Um, but seeing four of you, she says, it just so happens I have four doses left. Oh, great. Oh, wow. I'll take four doses. Thank well, you. Well, All right. That'd be 12 gold. 12 gold. Okay. <sighs> so you think we, I feel fine. Way to call us bluff, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could I, uh, could I, you know, haggle her down? Be like, I love look. You always forget about haggle. Yes, you can haggle. Look, lady, Freund Laban, um, I would like to. Talk you down with a little wink, a little smile, and uh, some nice words that I will say to you off mic. Okay. How'd you do? Uh, Two degrees of failure. Uh, Wait. (laughs) Of course you did. Easy check. Minus 10 because you're you're itching pox. Oh, three degrees of failure. (laughs) All right. I had some degrees of success. So, no. This is the last of her stock. It's you're not going to find it anywhere else and not you're not going to find it for a few months at best. So this, she's this is the best she can do for you. And it was three per. Yeah. I'll buy two. She tells. So she says you was a couple. Oh, you're only going to get two now. I, I'll, I'll grab the other. I mean, I can I can I can get one for for me. But I feel fine. You think. Well, she, get- she like Nazi. She's like, you with him, if you're traveling together, you're going to get it, honey. Don't worry. Well, well he got two. Carl and I got one. So, I mean. Was one enough? Does a person need more than one? If you drink too much, it's going to make you sick. Bruno, give me one and I will pay you back. I'll give I, you three gold right now. No, I'm I'm very sick. You do, do you, not. Do you know how much this itches? I've been <laughs> scratching this entire time. You do I know not it doesn't need. come across the mics uh, like it does, but I've been scratching so much and sneezing. She said, if you drink too much, you will get sick. Well, I mean, I don't want the weight gain. Um, that's also, I, I think this is going to have weight gain issues here. Too. Uh, actually, I what? mean, like you mentioned the weight. I mean, Bruno probably has like some tolerance just from being real big around, you know. It's, yes, you are you definitely know, retaining he, water for right. sure. He, you know, he <laughs> needs he needs more ale, so he probably is going to need more medicine too. Oh, that's I'm twice as, the man. Yeah, as a doctor, that actually makes uh uh <laughs> bile goal yep. sense. She's like, Well, don't say I didn't warn you. If you take more, you take if you drink both these drafts the same day, you're probably not gonna feel great in different ways. No, I'll, I'll save the one. Well, here's a good. They're not even ready yet. Yeah, though. they're not ready. True. Right. Um, so you can't drink it anyway. 
If you don't mind, I'll take uh, one of the the raw ones and I'll, I'll make my own draft uh, as a classically trained. Uh, what do you do? She's like, all right, yeah, sure. Okay, great. Apothecary. Yes. Yep. Astrologer. <laughs> all right, so you can get a, a dose of the raw right away. It's okay. Dried, but perfect. Uh, Bruno. Yeah. Here's here's what I'd like to do is I would when we get back to the boat tonight, assuming we're staying there, maybe we're not. I don't know. I have some other things on the boat. I could make you a draft that will cure your condition that. Is very, very simply put of the quality that only you deserve. Oh, all right. As the captain. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. I'll have three. Great. (laughs) This is this is a good day. This is a Bruno's good day. I said good day. All right. So you can come back tomorrow. She said probably midday or so. It'll be ready. Fantastic. Wonderful. So it's three gold for that raw one. Yeah. Each That's, dose is three. That sucks. It's a doing taking it raw has a slightly different effect. Well, he won't be taking it raw. OK, so never mind. <laughs> can I make it into a draft? I'm interested to see. You've trained apothecary? No. I'm a doctor, Dan. <laughs> I All have right. Heal. I love that you guys have excess money now. So you're just like, I don't know if this will work, but I'm going to buy it anyway. It's going to be so bad. Anything else anybody wants to do before heading to the Trident? Let us eat. Okay. Cool. So you head over there. It's. Uh, oh, there's not a, a like a duck spirit halloween store or anything in the way is there <laughs> it's not that late in the autumn yet for spirit uh gotcha all right you know there's some empty places but they haven't been claimed just yet i want to know hang on let's like sidebar this for a second i want to know from our international listeners if they have anything <laughs> the so here in america when you have like a a huge business that like you know closes one of their locations every year around like what end of august mm-hmm. early september spirit halloween moves in so like it's a toys r us but it's not it's a spirit halloween for like two months and then they just sell halloween costume stuff so i think spirit halloween is probably a result of our uh healthcare system somehow (laughs) so they probably haven't experienced spirit halloween they're like wait you guys have to buy your costumes (laughs) the government just doesn't provide those for you from your taxes (laughs) but i want to know if people have spirit halloween other than in america I'm going to guess probably not, but I'm excited to hear some answers to that. Yeah, like a pop up Halloween store. Mm. Or other holidays. Right. This is an abandoned warehouse. Let's throw a bunch of Halloween costumes in there and sell them for two months. This used to be a bookstore. Not anymore. Mm. What do you want to be? You want to be a slutty salt shaker, a slutty pepper shaker, a slutty insane asylum worker. Or Harley Quinn. Or Harley Quinn. Do you want to be a slutty mop? (laughs) <laughs> like what any a costume for women and a, mop yeah. a spirit Halloween store <laughs> any Halloween costume for a woman like it's always like slutty whatever yeah I just like that you picked mop that's good I was trying to think of inanimate objects that a person could dress as for Halloween <laughs> you want to be a slutty gumball machine there but no I think you, I lost I like my quarter in there I need to flip around <laughs> under that switch <laughs> 25 cents baby okay go uh, I did not there's no uh, duck um, 
accoutrement stores. Okay. And just, just to be on the lookout as we're, as we're wandering around, if I, I would like to buy a costume or, or some, some clothing for the duck, if, if a place becomes available at some point. Okay. I'll, I'll take note that you're on the lookout for that. Yes. Even just a tiny hat. Yeah. Like I said, just, monocle or a, or a top hat. Would, Bruno has would a tiny be. hat. It'd be big on the duck though. Well, there's right. a condom stand. It's different. <laughs> oh my goodness. To the trident. To the trident. So you get here. It's a loud, brightly lit, boisterous place. You see there's like a, a balcony up above that stretches around three quarters of the like tap room. And it's there's music playing. There's a guy in the corner like playing a piano. Um, okay. And people are kind of singing along in spots. So there's already at least one table of clearly already drunk patrons. And people are just kind of hanging out, having a good time. You can smell... Uh, you know, cook meats in the in the air and booze. And you, seems like at least Bruno's kind of place. Yeah. Wow. This is this is what like slightly upper middle class establishments are like. Yeah, all of them. Mm, however, um, stay away from man playing piano. Do not go near him. Oh. You cannot trust a piano player. They are mutants with additional fingers on their hands. That is why they are so talented. There's no more mutants in the Empire. Who do they have on the keys? I don't know, but how can he be so good if not mutated? Ah. Do not trust him. You stay away from a pianist. Always. You do see an uh, up hanging about level with the balcony as well as a big old like chandelier made out of a big ship's wheel with uh, like lanterns on the end of each of the handles. Well, that's fun. I just don't feel like we've been in a bar where everyone's like merry and singing and like happy and it's brightly lit. <laughs> Is anyone <laughs> an assassin trying to kill any of us? Right. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. Wow. Okay. What's well, so setting? Right. It's not going to be as good as the uh, the golden duck. The right. golden trout. The golden trout. Well, that was really like a that. bar. That was like no a city, wasn't it? <laughs> it was really big. It had beds upstairs and stuff. Um, but this will suit me just fine. Um, okay. I'm excited. This looks great. All right. All right. So you guys can get a table. Mm -hmm. Somebody comes over to ask how, you know, like, how are things doing? A serving uh, woman comes over. She's wearing like a, you know, pretty classic, like corset kind of thing. Uh, delightful. We are just come to town. Uh, passing through. Uh, yes, we are here to uh, secure cargo. I have some things I need to do here in, in the city, and then we are on our way. Oh, good. Hopefully you can fill your bellies with some food and drink tonight. What, what are you looking for? We got uh, we got some uh, beef slices for dinner, or you can get some uh, more basic fare. We got our uh, famous brandy. Do you have anything? My friend here is um, a connoisseur of pies. Do you have anything in pie form? I'm sure we could figure something out pretty quick. You want a beef pie here? Yes. Very good. We'll get you a beef pie. Uh, your finest beef broth for me? Oh, yeah, we got that in spades. Ah, beautiful. Then I'll take two. Very good. You don't and eat a lot. I'll definitely do some beef and brandy. How can you not order something that rhymes like that? Fantastic. Um, question about beef slices. Is uh, beef it um, it is land beef? Yes. Uh, yeah. As okay. far as I understand, it comes from cows. Yes. 
And we get some potatoes with it. Okay, I will take that. Oh, very good. Anything to drink for you, miss? Uh, cider and extra potatoes, please. Oh, and very good. potatoes are cooked, yes? Yeah, of course. Okay. We'll serve raw potato. Well, Not here at the Trident. Wonderful. Uh, if I could also have uh, a small, like, saucer of water and yesterday's bread. Uh, I'll see what I can do about the bread. Not sure if we have any from yesterday. What about, like, this morning's bread? Or, like... Well, yeah, we got bread. Like, just some leftover bread. Uh... Like, really dry bread. I don't want it moist. Oh, you want it to soak up in the beef broth? No. Uh, moist bread gets stuck in ducks' throats. So I would like a drier bread. Oh, you do have a duck in your arms. I okay, do. interesting. The bread's for the duck. The bread is for the duck. So you'd like some stale bread for the duck? Yes. I got it. Very good. I can do that. And the saucer of water is also for the duck? The water of saucer is yes. Okay. Because I was just going to bring it to you in a mug, but that makes sense. Yeah. Very good. I had that out for you real quick. It's a great place, Bruno. It's a great <laughs> I know how to smell them out. All right. All right. So the brandy here. For those of you getting that, which I believe was Bruno and Carl, is gonna be two silver. Uh, Mina got a cider. Yes. So we'll say that would be a, a penny on top of. You got the beef slices, right? Yes. So we'll say that would be a silver and a penny. Okay. For the meal and the drink. So Bruno, yours would be, so the meal would be a silver on top of that. For the broth, that's going to be like three pennies. Okay. What about for the bread? Um, she's not, she didn't charge you for that. Wow. What a lady. <laughs> what a place. And she just brings out some like, like ends of loaves kind of thing. That are it's a it's little great. stale. At this rate, with as cheap as Lucky is, he's going to be eating the same thing as his duck for the rest of this campaign. <laughs> yeah, he is. Free food. Yep. I mean, maybe I just need to dress up as a duck places. But yeah, it's not It's not bad. Like, it's you've had better since you've met each other, but you've certainly had worse as well. It's pretty good. The beef isn't overcooked. Potatoes are cooked. Mm. The broth tastes like beef broth. It's warm. Ooh. Everything right. came from the land. <laughs> Uh, yes. There's no fish for? here. Well, they, they have fish as well, but you didn't get fish. Hell no. It was kind of the special of the night was the beef. So yeah. all in all, it's a pretty good time. Uh, they After she comes back, if you guys are eating, she asks if you want any rooms for the night. They do have rooms upstairs. I think the, uh, the winch system was closing. Yeah. Oh, because it came on a boat, so you could stay in your boat. Oh, yeah, the winches are probably going to be closed real soon, if not already. You can take those stairs, though. I wouldn't recommend doing that at night in the dark. They're not lit at all. No torches or nothing. Ah. Let us stay in a room and make bunk beds just like olden times a week ago. We do have rooms to fit up to four. Be ten silver for the room for the night. And you, uh, it'll come with breakfast tomorrow. I mean, I'll put in for that. Yeah, me too. All right. Things are going pretty well here. I don't see what could go wrong. <laughs> Let's treat ourselves. Hmm. All right. So you guys can book a private room upstairs. Let's see. Are, are we all putting in equally for the room? I am certainly putting in my share. All right. So how are you going to split 10 silver? That's two and a half. Yeah, that's, oh, duh. Yeah two, yeah, two silver, six pennies. Yes. Never mind. I forgot we could break that down again. <laughs> 
How many uh, pennies are in a shilling again? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So it'd be two shillings and six pennies. Yes, like Alex just said. Yeah. Right. I'm supernumerate, so. <laughs> I was just repeating it to make sure that I was correct. <laughs> All right. So nice meal. Y'all was pretty full, especially with that. If those of you that had the brandy and whatnot, the cider did. She did kind of understand what Mina was saying. It was uh, not hard cider. Oh, wonderful. Um, you know, room temperature, but not bad. Uh, but it's not too late yet. Was my broth non-alcoholic? Correct. OK, good. <laughs> Uh, does any if you guys uh, want to do anything before hitting the hay, you can, or you can go to bed relatively early. It's not super early, but I would say it's definitely uh, dark out by now. I mean, we we could maybe ask around about that weird tower we were at. Maybe maybe learn something about the old old part. Yeah, that that or Bruno, I, I, this might be the broth talking, but um, Mina said not to go near that pianist, but everyone's over there acting real happy and singing along and stuff, having a whole bunch of fellowship. And maybe we can go over there and like sing like like a little bit, but stay away. You know what I mean? Like be be physically separated from the pianist, but still like have a good time with everyone else, you know? Yeah. Um, again, I, the itching isn't too bad right now. And, you know, I'm feeling a little loosey goosey. Yeah. I'm ready to make friends and uh, rub elbows. I'm feeling a little, <laughs> feeling a little lucky ducky. Oh, Let's go. Everybody's going to get it. So you guys are going to go like <laughs> dance by the piano? Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. Just don't let him touch you with uh, his weird hands. <laughs> That's the only thing. What about Mina and Carl? What are you guys doing? Um, Mina is going to get directions to a temple of Sigmar, but I think we're going to hold off on that until the morning. Okay. Sure. They, they can, yeah, they, there's a big, um, it's real obvious, real easy to find, uh, you, that same, the server can give you directions real easy. Cool. Is there anyone else with like, like rich people, like Pomeranians or pets or anything like that? Not here that you see, no. Okay. No tiny dogs or anything. I'd like to ask the the serving person uh, if there's like, you know, in, in not so many words, like a duck store. <laughs> She's She laughs a little bit and she's like, no, of course not. What? I mean, you have nobles here, right? Don't they like dress their things up and like fancy well, things? A little few in Kemper bad, but we're close enough to Altdorf that they tend to gravitate there. Oh, fair. All right. There's no okay. No, there's some wealthy merchants in town because of where we are, but nothing crazy. People like to dress up here. They do. Yeah. You, oh, you just got here, didn't you? Yeah. No, oh, people like to to wear flashy colors and things. I bet you could find like a fabric store somewhere. Okay. Any any place that like people like to be that's like to be down the street. In terms of the store. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, she gives you some directions to a different part of town. You'd probably be able to find something there. Oh. I don't know if they can make you something for a duck, but well, maybe there might be something interesting for them to do. Okay. It's All just right. like a small human. Right. Shouldn't be bad. Like a baby. <laughs> what about <laughs> Carl? You know, I think Carl's going to try and 
gossip around and see if I can learn something about this tower, or if nothing else, just some like ghost defense tips. <laughs> All right, so make a gossip test to see if anybody in here has heard about this tower or ghosts. Well, I did roll a five, so that's oh, wow. three success levels. All right. Uh, well, you hear the tower is known um, for its where it is on the right. People see it all the time. It's pretty obvious. A lot of people know that, that there's been work on it recently to be part of this. Um, what is it called? The the Imperial Semaphore Service This creation of these signal towers to send signals from Altdorf to Nome. I mean, spooky ghosts and whatnot, people are just kind of like, eh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, just stay away from them if you can. Shouldn't find any of that kind of stuff here. Kemper bed's pretty safe. I, if you say so, I, we've, you know, we've been to some pretty normal looking places and seen some pretty freaky stuff. I mean, you hear about what happened in Bogenhofen? No. What happened in Bogenhofen? Yeah, they got like a a real freaky moon, and oh, there's yeah a nasty nasty fog, and it was it was a bad scene. No, I've heard nothing bad about Bogenhof until now. I want to keep my eyes open for that one. Thanks. Yeah, we we definitely got on our boat and got out of there. Sounds like a good move. While we're here, Bruno, we should write a letter to Franz. Oh. While we're in the big city. You know? Yes. Yeah, we could probably find somebody to deliver that for us. Um, also, there's probably now ghosts here because it's so high up. The air's thinner. Mm. Now, does that mean that a bunk bed for you would be like super effective? Oh, I am going to be unstoppable okay. on a bunk bed. Okay. If I sleep at night. Heck yes. Uh, out of character, though, right? Could Carl ask also about the um, where we're supposed to be going? Uh, to possibly find this key that could open up the rest of this tower. Oh, yeah. So what is it you're going to be asking about there? I don't know. Just show them the map, right? Just be like, hey, where's this place? Is there like a Dunkin' Donuts there or is it like Starbucks territory? (laughs) Maps down in like in the crow's nest. Oh, yeah, that's fair. We're keeping guard. Right. I was thinking that uh, since Carl's asking, already asking about the tower, that he would, you know, also ask about where we're potentially going as well. Is Carl going to ask about that or does Bruno want to ask about that? Yeah, Carl's already addressing his concerns. Ghost protection and why were there spooky (laughs) stuff at this tower? (laughs) Top priorities. Makes sense. So you want to try to ask about that, Bruno? No, Bruno's having a grand old time dancing with uh, all the pretty ladies. Mm-hmm. For those that have access to the video on Patreon, will you give us a little preview of what Bruno's dancing looks like? Oh, gosh. He's doing this. And then, like... He's wow. very heavily, too. I just imagine right. it was all scratching base. Like, it right. was like the brush off your shoulders, but it's like literally it's pox flakes. Aggressively <laughs> yeah. brushing. Everybody in this place is going to be... Itching pox within a week or two. Right. (laughs) Right. That sounds like you guys have a a pleasant evening. We're going to hit the hay. In this case, actual beds Mm. with like straw mattresses. So I guess it is still hitting the hay. Man, remember when we did sleep on the floor in hay and then Lucky tried to steal a bed 
Like, steal? I've never stolen a bed in my life. You tried to sleep in an unclaimed bed. I tried to aggressively, no, not even aggressively. I tried to passively borrow an unused bed for an evening. Right. You can't do that. But remember when we were doing that? But now look at us. We're legitimately paying for four whole beds. Yeah. For four people. You want to try to set up some bunk beds? Absolutely. Who's going to do it? I'm going to help with that. Mina and... Uh, himself. Listen, last time Mina and I set up a bunk bed, I got a fate point. That is entirely true. <laughs> so let's see uh, uh, some strength tests. Made it. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> how, how badly did uh, you not make it? Minus two success levels. Wow. How many did you get, Mina? I had zero success levels, but it was a success. All right, so you get your end up on the bed, but luck, Lucky just can't seem to get it up high enough. These beds are a little bit taller than I'm them. I'm holding Greg's in one arm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you just can't seem quite to get it. Put him on point. your shoulder. Put the duck ah. Use a fortune point. Would you like to beseech the dark gods? Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> lucky in episodes one through 20, not knowing exactly <laughs> how important <laughs> points were. Probably would have. Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, we'll put Greg's on the shoulder and we will try a second time. But this time, uh, real hard. 73, that's worse. <laughs> wow. It just slips out of your hands. So tired. Too heavy for Lucky. Uh, guys, You're tired from all that dancing. I, I had. I'm starting to feel bad for you, Lucky. Let me help you with this bed. Oh, he, is, he is drunk on broth. I've never drinking this much broth before. It's a lot. All right. Yeah, I've got four success levels. I think Carl's going to one-arm this thing. <laughs> he totally does. Yeah. Just and like your biceps popping out. Just up on there. It's and you got a just, bunk bed. It's actually just like a hollow pipe bed frame from Ikea. <laughs> it's super light. <laughs> made out of aluminum. <laughs> um, so who's sleeping on the bottom? I know it's never Bruno because he won't fit. Rude? I'll, I'll sleep on the bottom. Did you say Griggs? No, I said rude. Oh. <laughs> I thought you going to say the duck was going to have its own bed. I think Bruno I mean, has to sleep on the bottom. Bruno gets his own bed. Yeah, like there are two beds that aren't bunked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it's always assumed that Bruno sleeps on one of the other beds. I totally Correct. forgot about that. There are two other beds that are not bunked. Duh. Uh, my immediate response was, you're not buying a separate room. That's insane. That's so much money. Right. <laughs> All right, so you guys can head to sleep. You've had a pretty good time since the zombies, which is obvious, you know, Pretty low point, uh, but the last couple of days has been pretty good. You've had a, a good introduction to Kemperbad, and you guys uh, close your eyes for a nice restful sleep, and we'll see what comes tomorrow on episode 58. We'll see you then. Yeah. You're not becoming a witch hunter, are you? What? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Uh Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. 
Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time if actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment on sundays at 3 p.m eastern we have the grim stream of perilous lore where i will be streaming at our twitch talking about the lore of the old world of warhammer Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.